0: The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumpaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Welcome to the Having It All podcast, the show about what it takes to live an abundant, loving life. My name is Matthew Bivens, and each week I'm helping you get out of your head so that you can truly have it all. Let's do it. What's going on, everybody? Matthew Bivens here, and welcome to another episode of the Having It All podcast. Today, I'm giving you all a look into my relationship. Haven't really done this before, and I'm not entirely sure how it'll be received, but I think that what I've put together for you is pretty cool. I'll give you some quick context. Sarah and I, that's my wife's name, by the way, Sarah, we host a podcast called Doing It at Home, which is all about home birth. And on that show, her and I co-host it and we interview different moms and different families. Well, we receive feedback. We receive emails and iTunes reviews all the time talking about how dynamic we are together and how much fun we seem to be having as a couple. And people are just genuinely giving us feedback on our relationship. And so we wanted to go on our podcast and, first of all, say thank you to those folks for recognizing that in our relationship, but also to say, hey, listen, what you're experiencing is a result of a lot of reps, of a lot of intentional work on ourselves and on our relationship. And so we did an episode, it was about an hour long, and we talked about our relationship. We talked about the ups and the downs. We shared some very, very recent and relevant examples of fights that we had had and how we navigated through them because we we want to paint a full and complete picture for our listeners. And I thought that what we talked about was so relevant and so perfect for the Having It All audience that I wanted to publish that conversation on this show. So that's what you're about to listen to and because you know i spent an hour talking with my wonderful wife i wanted to bring her on here on the intro and say mama i appreciate you you're amazing and tell tell everybody real quick what they're going to be listening to in our episode
1: well, hello everyone what i think you're going to get from it is some real raw awesome conversation and just some of our experience and some feedback and takeaways on how to build grow have a relationship that is in alignment with you and your values and the all way, the abundant loving life way. So that's what I think it is.
2: Boom. So check this out, whether you are in a relationship or not, the things that we talk about are really going to help you navigate yourself and your emotions more powerfully and more effectively. So there's something in it for everyone. And I really, really, really want to hear your feedback on this one. So send me an email, mattcbivins at gmail.com. Let me know what you think. And the last thing is that this episode does have some spicy language in it, so you definitely do not want to listen with young ears around. Okay, enjoy. All right, you want to do this? Yeah, let's do this. In. So
1: I don't know what we're going to title this yet. I guess we'll see where this conversation goes and what we can extrapolate as far as the the main theme or topic. It's just something that came up very recently and very very organically. And I thought, let's talk about this on the show. So I want to start by reading two very awesome outreaches that we have do received, an email and a review. And that will kind of lead me into what I want to talk about.
2: Do you want to give a one-sentence description of what we're going to talk about?
1: So what I... Th- or
2: you want to keep the tease, because you're teasing. There's a lot of teasing going on.
1: I don't know. What do you think's better?
2: Yeah, tell them what we're going to talk, okay, so talk about. Okay,
1: so we're going to talk about our relationship uh, exactly. essentially aspects of our relationship and I mean that's the most simple way to put it we're going to talk about our relationship yep. so not a birth story not birth world talk but it, it, I yeah. think it's a part of it because it, we are now parents and it you know we've received feedback on the show about some of these things and so I just I think it's worth talking about you know this is Me our too. show and we can do whatever the heck we want so <laughs>
2: true (laughs) cool so go ahead and get into this email from the only other person i've ever known to have the same name as my little sister My sister's name is carrie k-a-r-i and here we go we have an email from a carrie yes that's super cool to me
1: yeah so i'm gonna read an excerpt of her email because she goes on to tell us some other cool things like she shares an article with us but the part i want to share is first of all she says i want to start off by thanking you i have binge listened 1880 80, 80, eight zero plus episodes of doing it at home in the last month and a half. Go on, get it, girl. I have always been unsure of myself and because of the ways you guys empower each other and yourselves, I have tried to bring that into my life as well. Every day I remind myself I'm a beautiful goddess in my own womanly way and it has completely changed my frame of mind. Also, I have showed my fiance a few episodes just because I'm fascinated with home birth and absolutely love the way you and Matthew uplift and talk to each other. I truly want that for us, and it's so inspiring to see a positive relationship after having a life filled with negativity. I so greatly appreciate your episodes with life lessons, planning, and just overall knowledge. We are not pregnant yet, but we are both so excited to expand and see our family grow one day. Mm. So that's that excerpt that I wanted to share. and thank you, Carrie, so much for that. Yeah, thank you. And then the other one I want to share, I don't think we've read this. If we have, I am so sorry and mom brain, hashtag mombrain all over the board, but I don't think that we have. it's a, it's a pretty long, awesome review from Stacy and I'm just going to read a portion of the review. It says okay. Also, I'm not sure if anyone has ever told you this before, but by listening to you two speak and reflect together, you convey a truly special beauty, beauty and strength within your relationship. And my husband and I are inspired by the way you two interact together. While I'm very verbose, I'm a very verbose individual. My husband often struggles to find words for his thoughts and feelings and listening to Matthew speak so eloquently about his thoughts and feelings has given my husband the words and courage to express himself as well. So your podcast has been helpful not only by informing and validating our choice for home birth, but also in catalyzing a new kind of growth within our relationship to create more open and honest communication. So we can't thank you two enough. Wow. Those are like, yeah. Thank you, Stacy. Wow. So, awesome and humbling and we're so grateful for those words and I read those because they tie in with what we were talking about before we hit record and what's kind of been going on so we don't need to get into details because they're just not it's not that important to the the greater scope but before we got on this call today before we dived in dove dived into work I owned some stuff. I wanted to own and acknowledge to you, Matthew. I wanted to apologize for some stuff, like things that I had just put out there and you know, we had had a a conversation, some might argument. label it an argument, yeah, a fight, disagreement yesterday in our own
2: style cuz we don't yell. No, I've we never don't yelled, but we,
1: you know, we were going through it yesterday yeah. and having some opportunities to understand where the other was coming from and coming up against some walls with that and you know frustrations frustration and and
2: silent car rides and you know like we we had a fight
1: the stuff yeah and so what i was owning is we we are very practiced in telling each other our truths is like the way I'll put that, another way of putting it is we've developed thick skin to where we can say to each other how exactly what we're thinking and what it is without repercussion of hurting the other person's feelings.
2: Yeah. So there's an element of honesty and just yeah. saying what's on our mind and how we feel about something. There's an element of courage and being able to Absolutely. do that. And then there's an element of not taking stuff very personally yeah. and being able to hear that type of stuff.
1: I would add two more to that. Our, our favorite things we talk about on this show, trust and surrender. Yeah. So when I'm saying something to you, I'm trusting that you are able to handle whatever I have to say and surrendering to the possibility of however you respond.
2: Can I, okay, I know you're going down a line, but I, I do want to provide some more context.
1: Okay. So, I, I was going to a little bit. Okay. Well, but, then you can but, then No, finish. no, no. I'm, I'm, please, please, my love. Babe, babe, babe,
2: babe, babe. Okay. So the context I wanted to provide was that, you know, we received these amazing emails from, from Carrie and reviews from Stacy. And, you know, what you all hear on this show is a 30 minute to one hour snippet of our weekly lives. And you get, you get a glimpse into an an hour and a half conversation that happens, you know, a small percentage of our week. What you aren't seeing is the other stuff, you know? And like Sarah mentioned, we had a a fight yesterday and you mentioned, so we had our fight, which took place in the target parking lot and kind of continued to home with some silence and some weird conversation. And then for about an hour afterwards, it was sort of the like, let's try to clean up this mess and see what it all was about. And that type of stuff, happens in our relationship and as you pointed out it kind of has happened a little bit more frequently over the past year step into the world of power
0: loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chobacasino.com even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. Ddgl Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18+. plus.
2: And so on the one hand you've got our persona on the podcast and and you know you hear the the, the funny banter and the, the Which little... is
1: all genuine and how we are.
2: It is. It is and 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 that is how we are. That is how we treat one another. And then what you don't see are some of the, the real moments and what you also don't see are the reps. Yeah. You know, the work that we put in on ourselves and on our relationship that allow us to go through those fights and for them to be, you know, just uncomfortable. Yeah, because fights always suck, but for them to be brief and for us to be tighter and and, and just more connected afterwards and then the reps that, you know, we put in to allow the magic that happens on this show when we get together and we're really truly in our flow for that stuff to happen as well. So the context I just wanted to set was we love those emails and we love that acknowledgement and that is us. Yes. But there's an also the side of us where just like every other couple out there, like you go through stuff and you don't agree and there's frustrations and you, you, you know, you, you get into it and, you experience the silences and you might go to bed without cleaning things up and we go through that too. And so we just wanted to, to kind of talk a little bit about that today and just dive in a little bit deeper onto, into, into that, give you guys a glimpse into that portion of our world, which is, you know, I think very important.
1: Yeah. So thank you for all of that. I think that was great. What, what I want to share is a little bit of the, the rabbit hole I kind of went down into or was going down into yesterday and then how I was able to look at it with a little bit more clarity today and see what was going on with it. And what I could recognize today and why I I felt it was important to acknowledge it with you and clear that space was, you know, I I shared that we are very practiced in, in speaking our truths to each other. It's easy to take advantage of that and spew or spit out a story, a, a non-truth, and try and make it a truth, if that makes any sense. So the the non-truth I was spitting at you yesterday was that you don't support me. Now that's the big blanket term. That's the evil Knievel leap I made from one incident, you know, one isolated thing, and made it, you don't support me. And it was so easy to ignore and not look at all the places, spaces, amazing ways you do support me, but that's what I was putting out there. And so in that moment of my emotion around it, I was making that my false truth and not looking into the impact that that potentially leaves on you to package up my bullshit with a truth wrapping paper and like give it to you because that's well, it's not cool. First of all, it's not cool to do that because then you're left with this thing that I don't trust you to support, blah, 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 whatever it is. So anyway, I just wanted to own that that wasn't the truth. And so I wanted to do whatever I could to kind of like pick up the pieces of that.
0: Yeah,
2: I get that.
1: And then also there was something you said during our conversation yesterday that I wasn't really looking, I wasn't really willing to look into further or explore at the moment. And you were saying something to the effect of, do you just think a lot of our life basically is too good to be true? You know, this kind of thing of like, are you looking for something to be wrong here? Or are you looking for the other shoe to drop type of thing? And I don't think I wanted to look at that or explore that because that is a lot of my previous programming in old relationships and life in general, just waiting for something bad to happen basically. So I see that there is something to that. And so now I'm more open to, to seeing what that is and why that's popping up and why I want to look for something that's wrong. And I want to circle that in with, you know, these amazing emails that we get or comments or whatever they are when I see those or when I read amazing words like that. And then it's, you know, uh, sandwiched in with a conversation like we had yesterday, it's real easy, especially in the emotionality to think we're fakes. (laughs) I'm a fake We're frauds.
2: If they only knew that type of thing.
1: Yeah. Because, you know, part of what we've chosen in our our life and work in creative endeavors is to put ourselves out there in certain ways and to be vulnerable and to share aspects of our life. And so in doing that, of course, you're going to elicit response and feedback and I don't know. I just looked at it like us having any argument or anything wrong with our relationship was made us fakes, you know, was it was in misalignment with this message we're we're aiming to put out there. Uh, and, and that's the kind of shitstorm I was circling around in.
2: Well, what you said earlier today when we were talking about it is that you felt the sense it started to seem like the Instagram
1: yeah, like we were a filtered Photoshop yeah. projection of our relationship. And yeah. so people were seeing that and thinking, that's, you know, hashtag like relationship that. goals, that's what I want. And like yeah. getting off, you know, listening to our show and going and like resenting and hating their husbands. Because like, why don't we talk like that? And why don't we do that?
2: And that's and that's the big, I think that's the huge message that I, I wanted to talk about today yeah. is that, you know, what you see is... Like,
1: It's that, but then there's like an ellipsis. It's like there's dot, 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 or it's like there's multi-layers to it, or I I don't know. Is that, is that?
2: Yeah, like this (laughs) is, I lost my train of thought, so let me me catch it. You had dad brain? Yeah, I had dad brain. (laughs)
1: Well, maybe, let me, let me take over for a second. So... I know we're not fake like I know that and what I can know now on the other side of it is what's important and the message that I really want to be sharing and the, the deliciousness of all of this that I want to share is that the truth is that we do work on ourselves and our relationship is insanely much yeah. and hard and, and lovingly
2: more than our show, more than our businesses. Yeah. We work
1: on ourselves first. And then mm-hmm. as a result, that's how and why we're able to show up the way that we do or why we're able to reach people or people resonate with what we're saying. And so an example of that would be like when you see a high level performer, like a Janet Jackson or a Beyonce, when you see them performing, you are seeing the result of all of the work of all of the reps. You're, you're seeing yeah. that you're not seeing when they fell on their ass in choreography or when they're crying in the trailer because they're tired and exhausted and they miss their family. Like you're not seeing that. And so not saying we are Beyonce or Janet, but like what, <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is, you know, we're going to, bring what we've got to something like this, the show that we love and put a lot of time and care and effort into. So of course we're going to bring our practiced work. So you're seeing our movements, you're seeing our dance moves. You're not seeing all the effort that goes into it all yeah. the time.
2: And, and and that's why it's so important to catch yourself when you're comparing.
1: Yeah. Or and, to have someone to help you catch it. Cause I yeah, wasn't or, really in a space to be catching anything yesterday.
2: Yeah. And like it, it. this applies to me, you know, for example, I follow some different like men's what's it called? Men's Health Magazine. Yeah. I think that's what's called. I follow them on Instagram. And, you know, you see all these people on there who are just like insanely fit. I, you know, they're the they're the instructors on men's health. So it's very easy to say, man, I'm not doing anything because I'm not where that person is. Right. It's so easy to just do that. Yet, I have no idea the amount of reps. I have no idea the lifestyle. And so it's so easy for us to do that, to, to see somebody and just, even if it's just a person you, you're passing in the, in the grocery store, and you just take that little snapshot and you make that quick comparison. Mm. And for me, this resonates powerfully because I have compared myself for so many years to everybody else, financially physically, emotionally, sexually, all over the place. Comparison has been uh, one of those 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 big blockages for me. So, I I think it's even more important that I want to I want to talk about all the stuff on this show because if there are people who are appreciating our relationship and how it comes across, you know, I love that and I want to acknowledge that and I want to receive that and say, thank you for that. Mm-hmm. And I also want to add in there, by the way, check out the next episode where we talk about some of the realness yeah. too, because <laughs> that's important. Yeah. Cause I just, I just don't want someone to, like you said, turn off the episode and then give like a side eye to their partner Yeah. because they aren't able to express themselves in a certain way or because you know, they don't, they, you may not have the back and forth that, that, you know, we're we're able to create and um it's just important to me that, you know, this show is about, you know, at its core, it's about love, it's about empowerment and that extends beyond the birth conversation. Yeah. You yeah. Know? I mean
1: it's like doing it at home slash keeping, loving, maintaining your home and all the people in it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and
2: your home might be your body. Right. Your, body your internal, yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, loving your home and like loving yourself and and, you know, because you mentioned it, we put a lot of work in on ourselves. Yes. On ourselves. And then we put in a lot of work on our relationship, on our partnership. And and it's in that priority for us. Right. You know, and that's an interesting thing.
1: One thing I want to bring up, and you tackled it really well yesterday, even in some of how I was feeling. I could ab- I could really appreciate what you said. So if you don't remember exactly what you said, maybe you can take it on fresh today and it'll be just as brilliant, if not more cool but i made a comment something to the effect of i feel like we never fought before maya i feel like we never had arguments like this at this frequency or this this magnitude before we had a child and you addressed it very well do you remember that
2: i remember saying to you that i i really look at these as our opportunities to get more sharp yeah and to become tighter because when we get into these arguments you know that's that's when those reps that you've put in, that's when the work matters. And I talked about this on having it all podcast. I'm like it doesn't matter when things are going well mm. right like when you're excited and you're feeling the love for one another and you're turned on by one another, that's not when all the work and reps you put in matter. It matters when you just can't stand the other person <laughs> and they and, and, and you and like everything about them frustrates you for those brief moments and like that's when it matters. are you able to, to be patient, are you able to be empathetic? Are you able to be kind? Mm-hmm. Because that's when all of that stuff goes out the window and you aren't kind and you aren't patient and all you want to do is just get your point across. So what I said yesterday was, you know, I don't mind. Even if it is a fact that we have had more arguments since Maya, I don't care. I'm fine with that. Mm. I don't judge that. I look at that as great. We have all these opportunities just to level up. Mm. And if we only had, you know, one a month last year and now we have two a month, mm-hmm. well, we have double the opportunities to level up. So mm-hmm. guess what? We get to we get, to, get to, to, the, to even higher heights. <laughs> and, and I also remember saying that I don't even mind if we have some of these arguments in front of Maya because I, in my mind, I have some vivid memories of the fights my mom and dad had. And my mom and dad didn't fight a lot in front of the kids. And I think that's because my mom and dad weren't doing a whole lot of anything. Because my parents got divorced. My parents got divorced when I was nine. And so I remember a few, like, yelling fights. And those are seared into my brain. Mm. What I don't remember are any instances where they disagreed about something, but they were able to have an amicable conversation saw about a it. healthy conflict resolution. Yes. Yeah. And that's why I don't mind if we have an argument in front of Maya. Because Maya's gonna watch us and she's gonna watch how we interact. She's gonna watch how I treat you and how you treat me. She's gonna see the result of the reps. She's gonna see the 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 kindness that does come in and the empathic listening that does yeah. come in.
1: And, and I
2: and I think that th- those are the things that she'll take away from those from those moments because we've are, we we've had a handful of of you know, disagreements, arguments, whatever with Maya present. Yeah. And I, and none of them did I regret doing that because of the way how we we end them and the way that we treat each other.
1: Gotcha. And I think learning the value and not always having to agree is a great lesson to to show an example of. And that was something, at least for me, growing up. And then when I would started navigating relationships and figuring out what the heck they were and how to do them, I always thought you had to agree. Yeah. You you just had to one person eventually had to see the other person's side and say, cool, like you in, we're done here. We're both on this team now. It's been a very valuable lesson for me, and one that I'm keen on showing an example of is there is a very poignant difference in agreement and understanding. Yes. And understanding is way more valuable, at least for me. And it's it's been huge for me. And I almost I give myself little mini parties. When I'm in a conversation with someone and I can say, I understand where you're coming from. I feel you understand where I'm coming from. And I still don't necessarily agree with you. Yeah. But and we cool. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> and,
2: and if, and that's a hard idea to connect with, then I'll give you a real quick personal example. You know, there was a fight that went down in my family about two years ago and it, it, it rocked my family because it, we, there's never been a fight like this before. And so I didn't necessarily agree with how it should be handled the way that my sisters wanted it to be handled. And so, you know, they wanted it to to be handled, you know, in, in method a, and I was for method B and we had a lot of conversations where we talked about it and we understood, like I understood why they wanted method a, I understood, you know, what method a was, but I didn't agree with it. I didn't agree that that was the most effective route. So that's, you know, that's really the the big difference between understanding and agreement. And like you said, I, I think it's I think it's part of a lot of our conditioning. The stories that we pick up that you have to agree. Right. That, you know, you don't. end. Or if you
1: don't agree, you can't go forward. Exactly. You can't, There's nowhere for you to go then. You're at this epic impasse because you both can't be on the same team.
2: Yeah. And I think it takes a a I think it takes maturity absolutely to be able to to recognize listen i don't agree with you but doesn't mean i like you any less doesn't mean i love you any less doesn't mean i respect you any less you know and i i i understand where you're coming from and you know that's where we we might we might agree to disagree and you can keep it moving right you know and and um so i'm you talk about that you've written about that i think on your blog the the understanding versus agreement and and that comes up in you know some of your coaching conversations, oh, I know, yeah. so I know it's big with you.
1: It is big for me because it's it's been such a big valuable lesson for me. So now that I've kind of, you know, when you kind of see the light on something a little bit more, you want to like take it on fully and also share it with others. Like, look what yeah. I found; it's a, it's the newest thing. So,
2: and we've had plenty of instances where we didn't agree, mm-hmm. and we worked very hard on understanding, mm-hmm. and that's been for me. I was not the person who would seek to understand others in a disagreement. I always wanted to get my point across. And I felt like if I could force my point across and you could just hear my point and get it, you would then get on my side. Right, this would be over. We wouldn't have to go through this. Yeah. And it wasn't until being presented with a book, Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, where he talks about seeking to understand before being understood. So I had that material. And then I was a a part of a marketing company that was very, very health and wellness minded. And we had disagreements within the company. And I remember we were on a run because we would run every Friday. We do a seven mile run. And one of the other guys on the team had a big conflict with me. So the two co-founders stopped us mid run and we, we gave each other, you know, they had each of us talk, speak our mind and the other person had to say okay here's what i'm understanding you to say mm. and say it back until that person pelt, felt understood yeah because these two co-founders under, knew the importance of seeking to understand before being understood so they had us practice that stuff and it was really in that that practice that it ingrained in my mind what can happen when you when you are intentional about trying to understand another person and then what happens to their whole demeanor and their whole argument and It's
1: amazing. When
2: when they when somebody feels understood, that's like one of the most fundamental things that we want as humans. It really is. Understanding and love. So like when you feel understood, you may, you know the other person may not totally disarm, but those something those weaponry changes, comes down. Something yeah. Something
1: shifts. Yeah, what you're saying is what we refer to in our relationship as empathic listening. Yeah. Practicing empathic listening and we do it all the time and you know if you're starting out with it or you want to try it out, it might feel a little silly at first because it might be as simple as Matthew saying, I feel frustrated when you do X, Y, and Z. And then I say, okay, so what I'm hearing you say is you're frustrated by X, Y, and Z. It might be that simple, but that's where you start. And I think a shift still happens even at that fundamental level of just repeating exactly what they say there's a difference, but then when it gets a little bit murkier and it gets a little bit more convoluted and you're doing more of that work to figure out where they're coming from, what they're saying, like in our conversation yesterday, it, there's some big wins to be had there when you can really kind of dissect what someone is saying, especially if they're coming at you with emotion. Like I had a lot of yesterday, someone's Mm -hmm. coming at me with a lot of emotion to really be in that Zen Buddha space of looking through what they have to say and be like, "Mm, I think this is what like, you're telling me and yeah it's just great. yeah
2: yeah I mean you know we, we could we, this could be a two hour plus yeah. conversation because we could go into so many different uh, things that you and I have done and and some of the self-work and the frustrating conversations and the tears and the like you know we, we could get into that because that's all part of it
1: it is one thing that I was thinking you know for the sake of time. We could maybe wrap this up with just sharing each of us one practice or thing that we have done for on ourselves or each other that helps us be at a space where we, where we present the way that we do such to receive the the awesome feedback that we have, like what's something that we've done. And then maybe I thought it would be helpful to share an example of When it is very difficult, when you're in that space of, you know, the side eye look and you want to mush someone's face in, how do you get out of that? Like, what do you do? Like, what breaks that pattern? What breaks that cycle? Maybe something for you, a specific example that had or that you you do or try to do or something you've seen me do. I don't know. I I can think of something if you want me to go first to kind of give an example. Yeah, Yeah,
2: go first uh, with the first part of what you said, and then we'll go into our examples.
1: Okay. So I, don't, I didn't have an example for the first part. I had an example for the second part. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay.
2: So, okay. Remind me again, the first part of the first request One
1: practice or thing that we have done or do that you okay. think contributes to how we're able to show up the way that we do.
2: So over the years, I've had some sort of, um, mindfulness practice and that all boils down to self-awareness. And for me, the importance of understanding where my emotion is coming from, like what, What button is being pushed Ah. has helped. Um, I'm a I'm a visual person and I like analogies. So you know people use the phrase "you push my buttons." Well, for myself, I think to myself, I think why? Okay, if if this person is pushing a button of jealousy, why does my Why do I have a jealousy button? Oh, because I didn't have a jealousy button, you couldn't push it.
1: Right, Right, right. And
2: so that has been has been pivotal for me, and that's been the hardest work, honestly. The hardest work has been going internal and reflecting. And opening up those closet doors, which I've shut since I was a kid, and sifting through the stuff and being willing to uh, be honest, and um, as I, you know, and and, it, and it's taken a long time, and it's something that I continue doing. Um, but what that has helped me is to understand where my buttons are, why they're there, and then if if somebody is pushing them, it allows me to not view them as an enemy or view them as someone who's trying to to violate me or cause me harm or trauma because they aren't doing anything that a i haven't summoned or created in some way but, but but b that i i don't already have the receptor for you know what i mean like if if somebody came up to me and and said i don't know you're uh you, you look like a dog. Right? <laughs> There's no. I, I'm like, okay, whatever, because I don't have a dog. Th- That's okay, a terrible example. It's
1: not a sensitive subject for you. Yeah, it's not a sensitive
2: subject for me. And, and that, by the way, that was a terrible example. But like.
1: What if someone said, your wife is stupid?
2: Yeah, if someone said, my wife is stupid, I would. OK, that like that's not going <laughs> to that's not going to hurt me on a personal level because I, I know I know it's not true.
1: Exactly. It's not true.
2: And yeah. And so the whole point is it's allowed me to not take things personally and it's allowed me to always, I think, put the lens back on myself, which means I have the power mm. because like as soon as the other person is able to make me feel a certain way, then they have the power. And in order for me to feel a different way, they have to do something different. And I'm not interested in you having the power over me to in, for where I have to then want you to behave differently or say something different in order for make for me to feel different. So I look internal and I say, Why do I have that button? And I think let me let me work on shifting that button. I like that
0: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: I would say for myself, it's been about owning my part in the co-creative process of whatever's happening. Happening, mm. And so by that, I mean whatever circumstance has come up, whatever argument we're in looking at, I am an equal part of this situation. I am a contributor to this experience, this thing called marriage, this thing called our relationship, whatever, And so nothing could be happening without some part of me having a say in it or a action in it. And that's been very powerful and it's been a ongoing process for me over years in other aspects of life. And so then it it carries over into this and with that means letting go of any sort of victim mentality that I'm a victim of you to you that you're doing something to me that life is doing something to me and that I'm helpless to the situation so one of my huge practices to be able to show up powerfully in this relationship and then be a representative of this relationship has been owning whatever it is that I have in it as well and maybe that looks like Looking at you and who you're showing up as and realizing I attracted you into my life for multiple reasons and I created you in my life. And so with picking up that stick of having you in my life, there's another end to that stick and that looks like whatever our potential combinations were you know, of of in this point in time, in this space, this conversation had this potential outcome and I signed on for that. So enjoy the ride, sweetheart, because you're here. So that's that's been part of it and that's what's been able to allow me to deal with any anger that pops up in a healthy way because one thing that I've noticed about myself is I've rejected anger for many years as a viable emotion to have. You know, anger just meant you were mad at other people and being at and mad at other people is a bad thing because then people don't like you. So I somehow along the way adopted this thing of, of anger not being an emotion I can have. And so I think I really dulled and like shoved down in there anger. And so now when it comes up, it's like, okay, what am I going to do with this? You know, how can I use this in a productive way? So that's, that's been part of it as well and and not denying how I'm feeling, but instead looking at a way to, reconfigure it in a healthy way so that's what I would say there
2: and and I can just say from somebody who's you know obviously been in some of those situations where we didn't agree about something I appreciate how you I appreciate the work that you've done on yourself Um, I appreciate that context that you adopt and the responsibility that you've you know in the co-creative process because then you come to the to the table you come into the conversation being empowered yourself understanding that you created you helped to create the situation as much as i did and so you can help to create a different situation right. different experience right and i don't know I, I i just um i've never felt with you in any of our conversations that went south that there was no hope for the conversation to change um i, I just You know, and and I appreciate your ability to feel your emotion and 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 then kind of it goes through and 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 you're then able to view the situation for what it is. And we look for some sort of resolution and we both are always interested in the common experience, the final result of getting back to that loving place, because neither of us are interested in in you know, being apart from one another and not wanting to kiss and touch and hold. And right. and so when, when, when we're in our arguments, man, like, yeah, those emotions get fiery and like, you just want, you want me to sleep on the couch type of thing, you know? And like, it, it's just the fascinating <laughs> relationships are fascinating. They really are.
1: So the coming back point that you mentioned is kind of what I want to, Yeah, what helps us come back. Wrap up, potentially, unless we go down some other road. But where I'm thinking we could wrap up is, you know, how to come back from that. And ego gets really inflated. Ego is a mother. In times. Ego is a beast. And it's ego, in case you're like, what? I don't know what that is. I've never... Is when you're in that argument and it's over and you're like, fuck him. I'm not going to make the next. I'm not going to... No. I don't... Because he needs to know that he's wrong. I'm right. And I'm not going to make the first move to make things better. He has to do it. He has to be sorry. He has to be guilty. All things I've said in my brain at one point or another. And that's what that ego is. And it can be paralyzing. It can be crippling. It's what can keep you in your bedroom, locked up, silent for an afternoon. And I've done that once or twice.
2: Or a couple days or whatever it is. Yeah. So that,
1: that's a beast. Uh, so why did I say that?
2: So you're saying one of the ways that you that helps you get back to a powerful space is recognizing when ego is playing a part. Yeah,
1: and that that's what's happening. And I mean, it takes time; it's not overnight. But yeah. it, to give some examples of of how we have and do come back, one thing I would say for myself is it's very natural for me to go into service mode. To go into, you know, do something, an act of service for another person that I love. So even when I'm frustrated with you, or I don't really want to talk to you or see you or whatever, I will still cook for you. I will still put away laundry because that's just part of who I am. And so I can think of a few instances where we kind of had a thing and you were gone or something and you came back and dinner was made for you. I left you a note that dinner was there or I did this. So that to me is my extension of, we may not be 100% cool right now, but other things are still going to function. Like our house is still going to run. I'm still going to do this. So that's my way of showing, even though I can't get up, walk over to you and apologize or whatever it is, like this is my roundabout way of like curbing that ego a little bit.
0: And And I've
2: appreciated that. And it's, it's, it's the olive branch extended and, and, you know, you, you know, extending the bridge and meeting me halfway and then I can extend my bridge and we're back.
1: Right. And one thing that I can say about you that comes up frequently, I would say when, when we're in a, whatever it is, a tift or something, you are tend to be the first person to extend physical touch. So even, even though I can tell you may not be very cool with me in the moment, you'll still hug me or you'll still like give me a pat on the butt or, you know, like kiss my cheek or something. You'll, you do that. And so I am at a place now, again, after practice, I can acknowledge that and see that that's how you, you are extending yourself. And that's how you're putting yourself out there, even though things might not be back to whatever our experience of normal is, that's how I've experienced you.
2: Cool. It's been intentional. Um, (laughs) So, okay. So I have three things. Okay. I have three things that when we're in the thick of it would have, have helped to get back to that place of, of, you know, loving on each other. Okay. Um, the first is space. And sometimes that's not what I want at all. Right. Space in between, you know, what the heat of the moment. And it's, I, I don't know. Like, It's necessary at times, and a small amount of space, I'll I'll say, for myself and our and our our dynamic, is necessary. Uh, What I haven't really loved is going to bed when things are off, but sometimes that space is necessary too. And so it's understanding, you know, for me, the space aspect is understanding what you might need. Um, But I do know, just from my experience, that you put space in between that stimulus and response. And within that space, you have the opportunity to choose. And so by putting a little bit of space in between, you know, an argument or words that are said, that to me has helped the ego to quiet down and then, you know, the love to really bubble back up. So the first is space. Um, the second is something I actually haven't done, but I read it somewhere. And I thought it was great. And that's just ch- changing the environment. Oh. You know, so for example. It up. Yeah, like breaking it up. Like if you always fight in the bedroom and then you realize you're getting into a fight, you know, go outside mm. and go walk. Yeah. And um, I, I like that because, you know, I think you can get into that mental. That mental sort of wheel of this is where we fight and this is what happens. And every time it looks like this and then I do that and you yeah, get into you're that routine. It. Yeah. And so you break up that routine a little bit and, you know, it might jar a few things loose. That's number two. Number three is what I try to do, and that's do the opposite of what I feel like doing. <laughs> so you talked about the physical touch. I know because we've had this conversation, and I've asked you, "What do you need?" Or what? Do you? No, no, no. I don't know if I asked you. I think you told me. When I'm, you, you said Matthew, when I'm in that moment, when I'm feeling full of my ego, like you can diffuse it with a hug.
1: Yeah. So insert uh, practice here. Something to do, and we have done this, is when you are in great times... When you are in smooth sailing, share with each other those things that come up for you that could be helpful to get yeah. you out of what the funk is. Yeah. And it's almost like this strategy session that you're having of like, hey, I want you to win when this is happening. So do these things and you have a pretty great shot at bringing me back to, to neutral. So we've done that for sure. We and have. that's something I told you in one of those times. So I would definitely recommend that to every couple is when you are in a great space, share what you like or what helps to get you back into that love space.
2: So I'm not saying this is you. Oh, boy. But it's like Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, right? Oh, my God. Like gosh. when, when you know, it's like for myself, if I know that, hey, listen, when I go into Mr. Hyde mode, this is what's going to help me out. You know, it's like, you, you know, you tell each other what, what the antidote is.
1: I like Hulk better than Jekyll and Hyde. It'll help you get out of Hulk mode. Yeah, but sometimes Hulk
2: mode is, is what you want.
1: <laughs> Maybe in the bedroom.
2: No, I'm... <laughs> 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 yes, but you know I'm a comic book guy, so like, some there's a lot of instances where they wanted hope. Right, whatever, moving on. They didn't Jekyll want and Bruce Hyde is Banner. great.
1: Jekyll, I love Jekyll and Hyde. So
2: Jekyll and Hyde. So anyway, back to what I was saying. I try to do the opposite of my instinct, and so my instinct says to assert myself and to like force things, and so the opposite is to listen right my instinct tells me that i want to be far away from you so the opposite is let me go and put my arm around you or pat your butt like you said you know my my instinct is to say something mean because i'm feeling hurt or i'm yeah. feeling on the defensive and so the opposite of that is to you know just it might just be be quiet again you know or it might be to ask a question and that's helped me and um that's been it's been challenging i mean you know i don't think any of this stuff is super simple because when we get into arguments and fights, you, you go to your default. Yeah. Like you go to what you've practiced for so long. And if what you've practiced is unhealthy ways of, of, of being and handling yourself in a fight, then that's what you go to. That's what you've been repping. Yeah. So it just, it it takes time. But like I said, that awareness is huge awareness of how you are in an argument, awareness of what your buttons are. And, um, Obviously I think I could talk about this stuff for a while.
1: Yeah. 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 Well, another fun thing that we do, maybe this is the way you started out in your life is, you know, we we shared some fun lingo here like truths and empathic listening and seeking to understand. Sometimes when we're in that space of we're in a good space, but we are like being silly and passive aggressive and sarcastic. We'll use some of that jargon in a funny way. Like, my truth is that I want you to do the dishes. Oh, and we blah, say blah, blah. And it can be really obnoxious and funny. We say it
2: all the time. Yeah. Like we, we like listening or watching The Office. And it was funny to us when we saw the couple Jim and Pam on The Office start talking like yeah. that. Because we do it too. I on thank a very... you for
1: acknowledging my feelings. Now, oh, what man. I would like to say is like that sort of talk. You, it's.
2: You told yeah. me the other night. You said, Matthew, like you have to stop doing that because it's annoying. Cause yeah. I I do it in in jest all the time. It it's so funny to me to like, babe, my my truth is, you know, and fill in the blank. I find Give that hilarious. Truth. Yeah.
1: Oh man. Well, I feel great. Yeah. Talking about this, I think it's been really cool and you know cathartic and therapeutic for us to you know kind of extend and not extend, but clear up and heal part of what was going on yesterday and to just share as Be well, honest. you know, give a little bit more insight into us in our life. And, you know, it's been part of our journey. And now as, as parents, as partners, as husband and wife, as friends, as business partners, you know, all of that, uh, that's the real, this is, this is us.
2: Yeah. And, um, honestly, real talk, I think we have a kick-ass relationship. I I think the way that we manage ourselves in smooth, smooth seas and rough seas is, is awesome. I, there's, you know, there's always room for improvement and there's, you know, it's, it's this, this self-work stuff is never ending. And so, um, I'm okay with, with being humbled and, and learning and, and, you know, it's like, Hey Matt, you could have done this differently or, you know, you fell short here. Um, I'm okay with that because the result is what I think is a fucking beautiful relationship.
1: Thanks, babe. I
2: love you. Love you too, mama.
1: Well, there you have it. (laughs) If you have questions for us about anything that we talked about, you know, we're happy to share more or answer questions or whatever. I mean, we're, we're here, we're accessible, we're open books. And I'd love that. I'd love to, you know, see some more dialogue on, on this because, you know, Yeah. uh, Empowered couples means empowered pregnancies and births and babies and children. And the ripple effects are just.
2: Totally. I mean, this is a podcast where, you know, I think I think it's safe to say most of the listeners are looking to procreate and just make more people. Right. And so if (laughs) if we're if we're all, you know, at least some part of us is is is. is about making awesome people and, and be pe- an awesome yeah like, yourself. Yeah. People who, who want to go out and, and be loving and kind and generous and create with others and, you know, harmonious, then let's talk about the stuff and let's talk about where it begins. And that's with ourselves.
1: That's awesome. So some action items for you, listener coming out of this episode, if you feel inspired, reach out to us. You can email us at hello at diahpodcast.com, or you can go to our website, diahpodcast.com, and there's a contact form. There's also some really cool stuff that we've added to that page, like a resources page of some of our favorite things that we've used in Pregnancy, birth, and uh, postpartum and parenthood, Mm -hmm. as well as ways that you can support the show and send us love in the form of likes, subscribes, reviews, or even some monetary donations one time or recurring. You can do that through our website on the support us page. And uh, that just helps us keep the show running, keeps us able to have awesome conversations like this. Get some new equipment, like replace Matthew's old, ratty headphones, things like that. Uh, so <laughs> go check out the website. Matthew's done some cool things to it and updated it. And uh, while you're at it, go listen to my show too, The Balance and Motherhood Podcast. Check it yeah. out. Drop me a review in there. That's greatly appreciated.
2: It's a brand new show. It's awesome. New. I'll be publishing episodes four and five today. Wonderful. This pro- This isn't going to go out today, but. This week. Yeah, this it's week. Fine. So by the time you hear this, there'll be at least five five episodes of Sarah's show, the balance and motherhood podcast and check it out.
1: Cool. Thank you you so much, Matthew. I appreciate you being willing to one go on this whole journey with me, but then this has been really cool. So this was was cool. So
2: you had a great idea and uh, I'm excited to hear what everyone out there thinks of this and cool.
1: Thanks everyone. Love you.
2: Peace.